The Time Machine. All the ancient places. A podcast by Jacob Ender. In this episode, a trip to ancient China. I woke up from a very loud beeping noise outside. I didn't know where it came from, but strange blue lights were shining in my room. It felt like my blood would freeze. So scary. At first I thought a robber was outside, but then I took all my courage, stood up and slowly sneaked to the window. Outside there was a very strange construction in our garden. It looked like a tiny space shuttle with steel and flashing lights, but I couldn't exactly see what it was because it was so foggy outside. First I didn't know if it was real or still in my dream. My fear changed into curiosity. I grabbed the warm hoodie and sneaked out of the house before my parents could hear me. Outside, I felt the cold air and the wet grass underneath my toes. At that moment, I realized it was real. With a creaking sound of the door, the construction opened. And the head of an old man with crazy white hair peeped out. He said with a friendly voice, "Hi, Jacob. I'm Professor Babel Bubble, but you can just call me Professor. This is a time machine. I was in your dreams, and now I'm here to take you to ancient Greece. I promise we'll be back before sunrise." Ancient Greece? Why there? If I have the choice, I would rather go to ancient China. Well. Ancient China sounds interesting too, but I already programmed the flight system for the year 500 BC for ancient Greece. Come on, let's go there before your parents wake up. No, for me, ancient China is way better because I can go to school when I'm 13 years old, and I also learn how to read and write and do math. If I would live in a wealthy family, they would let me study, and I could get a responsible job in government, or even become the leader of a district or a town. In ancient Greece, I would just learn how to fight. You go to the military when you're seven years old, and you fight till you're six years old. If you survive until then, you have to steal your own food. You're simply not a nice person. Ah. Now I understand. There are better schools in ancient China than in ancient Greece. But I thought boys like you don't want to go to school and rather play outside. So let's give ancient Greece a try. But I like to go to school because I love to learn new topics, and I still prefer ancient China because during the Han Dynasty, you were able to make a big career in civil service. If you were from a wealthy family, to afford the education for the tests you need to take, you can become the ruler of a town. The tests, for example, covered the philosophy of Confucius. For the civil service, there are nine different ranks, and the highest rank you are placed in is the empire. Only men were allowed. But in ancient Greece. You would be able to witness the birth of democracy in Athens. It gave people the right to vote, but only adult men were allowed to. The people would come to meet for the assembly at the Agora in Athens. The assembly was made up of hundreds and sometimes thousands of people. 
Still a great idea to vote your leaders for the government. Wouldn't you like to see that? Sounds good, but I'm more interested in the culture of ancient China. In ancient China, there were two very famous thinkers called Lao Tzu and Confucius. Confucius said smart words of wisdom, like our greatest glory is not in never failing, but in rising every time we fall. Or, if you enjoy what you do, you never work another day in your life. You can still use them today. The name Lao Tzu means old master or old boy. Lao Tzu left and went beyond the Great Wall of China, and he returned with a small book called Tao Te Ching. This book recorded the thoughts of Taoism. Actually, Professor, do you know what Taoism is? No, never heard of Taoism. Taoism says that there is an unknown force that flows through everything. The force is called Tao. Tao means the way. Taoists believe that everything might seem separated, but it is actually one. Taoists have opinions of good and bad, or true and untrue. Well, philosophy was an important part in ancient Greece too. During the Hellenistic period that started after the death of Alexander the Great, it had a huge impact in the Mediterranean area in arts, mathematics, architecture, and science. Socrates is one of the famous Greek philosophers. He invented a method for critical thinking based on asking and answering questions. Well, he ended up in prison for doing that. I have to confess. Not everything in ancient China was perfect. For example, the role of the woman. When they are young, like two years old, they had their feet tied up so that they looked better. They could not even walk. Women had to stay home and take care of the children and run the household. For example, they cleaned the house or cooked the food. Well. I'm afraid that's the same in ancient Greece. The women had only few rights and were not able to vote. Women were only at home and took care of the children. In Sparta, the women were treated differently than in other parts of ancient Greece. The women did physical training like men, and were also allowed to drink wine. This will convince you to go to ancient China with me. They had the largest technologically advanced armies in the ancient world. They had weapons like chariots, cavalry, swords, bows, and crossbows. The military defended the borders against their enemies. Shi Huangdi even built a massive terracotta army to protect him after death, showing the important role of the army in ancient China. The military in ancient Greece is much better because the country was not just one country; it was split into different sections like Sparta or Athens. And Sparta and Athens had a long war called the Peloponnesian War. It started in 431 BC and lasted for 27 years. Their biggest enemy were the Persians because the Persian king. Try to conquer Greece, but in ancient Greece they would let the babies die if they did not look strong enough to go to the army. That's just cruel. You are right. That was awful. Oh, 
I forgot to tell you another thing about ancient Greece, and it's about their culture. They weren't only great in math and astronomy, but had a huge influence in architecture. The temples had special columns. We can still see them today in many buildings. The columns are called Doric, Ionic and Corinthian. The traditional food is bread, vegetables or moussaka. But the most important invention by the Greek is still very popular today. The Olympic Games. The first time they took place was in 776 BC. That's cool, but I think the culture in ancient China was much more impressive. Several dynasties ruled China for many centuries, like the Shang Dynasty, Zhu Dynasty, Xin Dynasty, or Han Dynasty. They invented so many useful things we still use today, like compass, crossbows, porcelain, paper, and gunpowder that was first used for fireworks. And most important, the food was delicious. Not just bread and vegetables, but very spicy dishes with exotic fruits, meat, rice, and tofu. Oh, actually, you've convinced me. I love Chinese food. Maybe ancient China is the better place to go. I will reprogram the computers and we're ready to take off to ancient China in 30 seconds. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. We have ignition. 3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. In the next episode, in two weeks, Professor Babel Bubble and Jacob take off for another adventure to an ancient culture. Will they go to ancient Rome or visit ancient Egypt? Stay tuned and please follow us on our social media channels. Thank you and bye!